0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. If you're new here, this podcast, we are all about debunking social media, all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes of the influencing world, if you will. We love to demystify entertainment, and we love to talk about mental health well-being. So in today's episode, we are joined by Brittany Brittany is the creator of the crease piece. Have you heard of the crease piece? Well, if you haven't, I'm shocked because she has blown up on TikTok and Instagram with her great idea of an invention to help you make the crease in your eyeshadow, which is like a really hard thing to do. I'm honestly scared to try to do it myself. So this is like a great beauty hack. And this episode really is for somebody who has a creative idea and wants to be an entrepreneur and go for it. You know, Britney Takes us through her having this gut feeling of going for it, all the way through her viral spoon video, which was a precursor to the Creepies. Guys, this is such a great episode for anybody who is getting into the entrepreneurial spirit and just needs to get out there. Guys, without further ado, Brittany. <laughs> so you want to be an egg girl?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, today on the show, we are joined by Brittany. And Brittany, let's start off with a huge congratulations you launched in HSN this week so oh my god how does it feel honestly like relief I feel like a whole weight is lifted off of my shoulders because we have been working well I feel like the whole process pretty much been this HSN was probably like my first meeting that I took in the new year so it was like a six month long process from like the initial meetings until launching on air which was crazy but there's just like so much detail that goes into it. So, you want to make sure that, like, you don't miss anything, that everything's packaged correctly. And the second that everything shipped, I was like, okay, now I can breathe. And then I had a couple of weeks to prepare until we went on air. But now that we launched, I'm like, okay, I got it under my belt. I know what to expect. I'm just ready for hopefully the next time. So, <laughs> oh gosh. amazing. So, for the audience so who do- yeah. may not know, you're a business a creator, owner of Crease Peas. Can you tell us, like, what Crease Piece is? Okay. So, a crease piece is a cut crease creation kit. I let me see. I actually have one here. Perfect, (laughs) but together but let's see i uh, it's a cut crease creation kit so it has round almond but it has round almond and wing shaped creases and basically what it is is you apply your eyeshadow over the top edge and then when you remove it you have a cut crease without having to go back in and carving it out or trying to get it symmetrical on the other side and i actually created it after my spoon cut crease hack went viral back in like 2000 2016, I think it mm-hmm. was. And all of these publications wrote about what a great idea this hack was. But Teen Vogue actually wrote an article about how it's not a good idea. It's not one size fits all. And I was reading the article, and at first I was like, should I be a little like upset that they don't like this and everybody else does? But then I was like, wait, it's a kitchen spoon. It's not made for makeup. So let me, like, I was just starting my makeup career. I was like, I was intimidated to do a cut crease. Clearly, there are like millions of other people who are intimidated to do it as well. So let me create a product that's made for makeup use. And so that's when I like started working on crease piece. I was like 23 at the time. I had just like gotten... I was like a year out of college and I knew not the first thing about starting a business or creating a product or anything like that. And I just had friends who were like, if you don't do it, somebody else is going to. So I'm I ended dog. up... Right. So that was yeah. like my biggest driving point is like, Oh my gosh, if I don't create something, what if like one of these big companies sees my video and like tries to create something that does like what the spoon did. And yeah. So then we launched, it took a couple years to create and launch and we launched in 2019. And that's pretty much what I've been doing in addition to everything else. But that's like my full time job. Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to right before crease piece. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like how is social media playing in? into your career or like are you freelance makeup artisting like what's happening okay so uh, right i i grew up dancing so i always like i loved I doing makeup you did yeah <laughs> <laughs> i uh, um so i like loved doing makeup i loved putting like makeup on myself for stage and me and my sister mm-hmm. danced together so it was always like okay, your turn to wake up early and get your makeup done. And one day I remember it was like the first time I ever did my makeup and it was for a dance competition. And it was tragic. Like tragic. (laughs) I was like, what did I just do to my face? But it's fine because we like worked through it. But then I went to the university of Miami where I also danced in college and I was doing all of my friends' makeups for games. And I always joked around like, Oh, I should have went to beauty school, but I didn't know the paths that you can take with a career in like really anything related to beauty. I had no idea this is before mm-hmm. Instagram and like mm-hmm. YouTube tutorials were just YouTube tutorials were just becoming like a thing. And so I remember being in college and like starting to try to do my own makeup tutorials and like filming it. I like, like filmed it on the photo booth on my MacBook. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I go back uh, to that camera. It's so shitty. And right? I'm like, huh. (laughs) Right. And so then I came home and I got a job in marketing for a year and it just like was not for me, but like, I went to school in Miami. I wanted to go back down to Miami. And so I saved up my money and It literally came time for me to move back down, and I looked at my mom. I had like a roommate. They faxed me over the lease and everything, and I looked at her and I was like, "I can't do this." I was like, "I have like this passion that I want to try to pursue. I have no idea like where it's going to lead me, but let's." Try it out. And so she was like, okay, you're a year out of college. You can set your, like, set goals and give yourself a year to achieve those goals. And if you achieve them, then it was meant to be. If you don't, then it wasn't. And wow. so I wanted, like, 25,000 Instagram followers. I wanted like 500 subscribers on YouTube, something like silly like that. I had no idea like where these numbers came from. No, but I love the specifics. Right? (laughs) Did you write this? Like, did you write it down? Yeah, I did. I have no idea where this sheet of paper is. I would love to find it. It's short somewhere. But yeah, so I wrote it. I wrote down all of these goals that I wanted to achieve. And I wanted like a certain amount of like new clients and things like that. And I had no idea where to even start. So I started doing everything all at once. I was like promoting myself as a, I was like, let me do prom makeup and let me do like YouTube tutorials and Insta. Let me create an Instagram. One thing led to another. I actually ended up, I was teaching dance at the time as well, like back at the studio that I grew up at. The, one of the families was like, Oh, would you mind, like, do you have anything going on during the day? Would you mind nannying for uh, our girls? And I was like, actually, that would be perfect because it gives me like, it's the mornings and the afternoons. And it gives mm-hmm. me like, that whole chunk of the day to really like film and do things like that. So that's what I ended up doing. So I was teaching dance, I was nannying and then I just started like churning out videos and one day the video, the video essentially got me, the majority of my followers was the spoon video and I applied my spoon or it's like the spoon that like changed my life, honestly. And so I, <laughs> I'm my spooner, <laughs> and so I took my spoon and I applied my eyeshadow over the top edge because I kept seeing cut creases everywhere. And then I posted it. And the next thing I know is that the next day, this is like back when like those repost accounts were huge. And it was like reposted on all of these repost accounts with millions of followers. And I woke up to, I think like 16,000 followers overnight. And I was like, what just happened? And then about a week later, it started popping up on like all of the publications. They all started writing about it. So like Teen Vogue, Cosmopolitan, Marie Claire, uh, Buzzfeed, all, all like all these big wow. ones. Right. And I, it was just like so surreal. I remember being on like, do you remember when like the Snapchat, like story things were yes. big? Like it was like the people magazine pa- Snapchat, like little story. I was like, I made it like, <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's when I was kind of like, okay, wait, a lot of people are intimidated to do a cut crease. So like, let me try to figure out something because if I don't do it, then somebody else is going to, and like, I want it to be me. So that was pretty much like life leading up to pre Wow. I have to ask though, were you like, yeah. like, did you know, like, had you been doing this spoon thing for a while and you were just like, let's make a video. You're like, I'm going to do this because I think it will go well in a video and it just really worked. No, it, when I tell you, it's like one of those things where I, I feel like it was like so silly but like fate that like it it, because if it wasn't for that video I probably wouldn't have ended up like with all of those followers and then I probably would have wouldn't have hit all of my goals and then I probably wouldn't have continued to pursue a career in makeup but I feel like it was like the month of beauty hacks like I'm following all of these beauty gurus and it was like when people were using tape and spoons to contour and I was like I I was like I know they know how to contour because I see them do it regularly but this is something that like an average person is intimidated to do, or like, doesn't oh, yeah. really know what to do. And I literally was just sitting there and I was like, What am I intimidated to do? And I was like, A cut crease. And that's when I went downstairs and I picked up a spoon and I was like, holding it to my eye. I was like, I feel like this could work. And I was like, they're using it to contour. Like, why can't I use a smaller spoon for like my eye area? And that's exactly what I did. I, it was going out to dinner for my grandma's birthday. And I just happened to film the video, post it the next day. And this is back when like Instagram only allowed 15 second videos. So it was like so small, like you can't even really see what I'm doing. You just kind of see me put it over and then like remove it. And I guess that's really all you needed to see, but... It was crazy. crazy. So, so it's like a pre pre uh pre tick TikTok, really. Yeah. Literally. literally. Just like, here it is. So I because I feel like a lot of people are always so curious about like how how were you like were you like how much work were you already putting into like your platforms before this video took off and like how much success were you seeing before this? So I was seeing. This is back before we had like algorithms, also. Right. So it, it was it was a little different. Um, but I was I was seeing like constant growth. I probably at that time I think I had about ten thousand Instagram followers. So I mean, it I I was slowly growing but i think it was just kind of like i was very this is what i want to do and i have a year to make it work so i was like putting all of my time into it but yeah i mean it wasn't like anything that was like crazy but i like i said i was nannying i was teaching dance so like all of these things helped supplement income while i kind of like took that leap of faith to start working on my like beauty career But yeah, it wasn't like anything crazy, crazy. I mean, Mm -hmm. I had local clients and like word of mouth was spreading that way. But as far as like an online presence, that video was really kind of like what sparked it all. It's so crazy because I feel like I mean, so many people you know want to blow up on on TikTok and Instagram now, yeah. and it's like it, it's become career choice and like a path that like is I think becoming more and more like okay, you want to do this, whatever. But at, back then, it was like kind of risky, and like you just really you knew to go for it, though you like trusted what in it, like what in yourself told you, like I gotta go for it. <laughs> I think it was more so my like I knew that I wanted to have a career in beauty. Like I just I had I just like had that feeling in me that like I just like I love doing this. I was at the time when I first started I was not good at it. Like I like you get it, but but like I like I was just so passionate. Like I could spend I think it, it was like a calming for me. So mm-hmm. I could spend hours and just sit here and do my makeup and try different things and or have my sister sit and like try to do different things on her face. And like, she, uh, my sister modeled. So she would tell me, she would come home from a, like a photo shoot or something like that. And she'd be like, Oh, my makeup artist was like using circular Mm -hmm. motions in my, like when she was doing my eyeshadow and I was like, okay, circular motions. Got it. Like, you know, and so I'm like getting like tips and tricks and like watching any YouTube videos that I could. Um, so you're completely yeah. self-trained too. Like you didn't like go to like beauty school or whatnot. So when I decided that this is what I wanted to do, I, uh, I was self-trained up until like, I decided that this is what I wanted to do. Took two weeks of like beginner classes in sure. New York city just because I was like, okay, let me start from the basics. Like you don't know mm-hmm. what you don't know. Right. So uh, that was kind of like when I was just learning different techniques and things like that. But for the most part, like I remember there was one point where like one of the teachers came up to me and they were like, what did you use for the highlight? And I was like, Oh, I just used like this eyeshadow or whatever it was. And so I, but there were certain things in there just even as far as like how you run your business, that was super right. important. Like how do you charge for bridal versus how do you charge for a regular client or like what are certain things that you should maybe have in a contract? And so those are things that... Like I definitely took away from that because um, a lot of the makeup techniques, like the majority of it, I just from practicing and like watching right. a million YouTube videos, and that was when like bigger makeup artists were starting to like create content on youtube and tutorials like that so i was like oh like i know that this celebrity makeup artist does this and this and this so that was cool but yeah for the most part it's self-taught yeah it's so crazy you know how they always like people always talk about um like th- me when i was 13 versus 13 year old now <laughs> and i'm like it's because we didn't mm-hmm. have that kind of like information out there of like how to style how to curl your bangs how to use the dyson oh air wrap like if i was 13 in like i don't even remember when i was 13 i think No idea. A while ago. ago. (laughs) Yeah, it was a while ago. I'm 26, so it was definitely a while ago. And um, I I wouldn't have known how to like do any of those things. And it became so much more accessible, which is why I think kids look like they have it more together now because they consume it. But it's so in college. Me and my best friend, we always say, like, we should if social media was a thing when we were in college. Like we would have blown up so much like, you know, like certain yes. things like that. And I'm like, I wish. I was like it wasn't until after college that I really started like getting my makeup skills like going. And I actually just saw like a bunch of friends from college uh in February. I went back down to Miami. And they we were like, where was this like makeup skills? Like, wh- why, why did it not happen or exist when we were in school? I was like, I wish, I was like, I wish I, like, I, wish I knew what I was doing back then. And, That's great. <laughs> um, so let's talk about a little bit of like popping out the content and like hustling. Yeah. So then this spoon video goes <laughs> off. Like what does your like life suddenly shift into it? Like it kind of becomes like a freaking game of making content that I don't think anyone's off now if you're still in it. Right. So it, it it definitely does. But I think the thing that I had the most, cause now I'm like, now I'm splitting my time. Right. And so yes. now it's like, not only am I creating content, but like in secret, I'm creating crease piece and I'm not telling anybody that I'm doing this because wow. who even knows how long it's going to take me to create or, and it ended up taking about like three years to like create and launch and things like that. So uh, there were times where I was just like, Turning out content. And then it would go like radio silent because like all of my stuff, all of my attention would go on to Krispies. So I feel like I'm still a little bit like that where like, I'll turn out a bunch of content when like cruise stuff is all handled and running smoothly. And then I'm like, what? what? So I definitely need to work on like spreading out my time a bit more evenly, but yeah. So it was just like creating content work, like trying to get as many clients as I can and uh, just like continuing. Cause I feel like that was the best research really was like talking to these clients. Right. Like, what are you, what are you intimidated by? What do you like? What do you not like when you're doing your makeup? And so like all of those things I'm like making mental notes of, and I'm like, okay, how can I incorporate this into my product into my brand into my videos? Um, So yeah, that's kind of where that went after that video, but for the most part, it stayed the same, but it was now netting, creating content and trying to create a product from scratch that I've never been done. And so it's just like yeah. all piling onto the plate. <laughs> like, how does one even like start the process of making a product? Like I would be, I I can because it's very entrepreneurial. And I, I do think that you doing freelance makeup yeah. with, with such, it's an easy connection to me because like you're working for yourself. And so you like yeah. know how to keep hitting, hitting marks you need to hit, but like yep. making a product and getting it literally made like you didn't like start so an different. Etsy store like you literally yeah, no. have a package thing like it's yeah. very packaged like where does one begin S- so, uh, <laughs> I mean, definitely. I the first thing I did was contact like a lawyer, and they had to create a like an LLC for me, and I trademarked like all the things that I needed to trademark, and like I got all that legal stuff handled. And then I contacted like a patent lawyer. I was like, "Listen, I'm not even like starting to work on this, but like, what what are my steps? Like, do you have any recommendations?" And so then they kind of like told me that okay, so in order to uh, pursue a patent, you're going to need drawings and renderings and things like that. So look into a meeting an engineer or someone who can help you create those things. So I actually had friends of friends or like friends of family, friends who had, who were engineers and they ended up like helping me on the side of their full-time job. So it would be like, okay, like this is what I have in mind. And at first I was thinking like, okay, how, maybe I hold it like this or maybe I hold it like, I don't care. It was just like a whole lot of trial and error. And so it was basically finding an engineer that you can have create the product and then uh, sending it to a 3 I, 3D printers were my best friends i 3D printed like everything i sent it to 3D printers and i got like little prototypes and uh, saw like what needed to be changed and what didn't and then i actually ended up going to somebody for packaging who uh, just so ha- I went to them. And I was like, Hey, like, this is my, I'm create, I'm trying to create this product. Uh, I would love to talk to you about packaging. And they asked what I had, like who I was using for manufacturing. And so they were actually the ones who were able to make the connection. Cause at the time I didn't have a manufacturer. So they were the ones who made the connections to the factory. And so it was one of those things where like things just kind of fell into place. Um, I don't know where I would go or look if I didn't have that person who was like, Oh, okay. Like look into this, this is who we use and things like that. But yeah, that definitely like helped wow. out a lot. So sometimes when people ask me, they're like, how, how do you find a factory? I was like, honestly, mine just like fell into my lap. Yeah. But, like no, there's ways there's different resources online and things like that. But it was definitely like, you got to do your vetting a little bit. And the fact that they used them already. I was like, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you just, you were very smart in picking the right people. Right. Like, which definitely comes... From you because you're like listening being aware you know what you have you really believe in your idea obviously also on the back end (laughs) there's like this i would be riddled with anxiety that someone's gonna take the idea and like it took three years to like get it where you wanted it like was there kind of like a moment when you were like fuck this like i want to quit or like how did you how did you talk yourself through it So there were so many moments where like, I couldn't figure out how, uh, like just little things, like, how are these going to attach? How is this going to happen? Or how, like, I knew nothing about like manufacturing, mold making, anything like that, where I like the fact that like, you can make something in the exact shape that you want it is like, was mind blowing to me at that time. Like my mom was like, yeah, you can make something that's like curved or like, I was like, how, like, I don't understand how this works. I still don't don't understand (laughs) how that works. So, like, but, continue. but, so, it's basically like, I, I'll explain how injection molding works but so basically yeah. like you create like these cavities and then they put like really hot liquid or that ends up softening into like either your silicone or your plastic or whatever it is or your metal right and so it's like really hot and then you let it cool and then you open and because it's already in the mold when it opens it's already like in the shape the that you thing. need it <laughs> but it is and yeah. so I was like I had no idea so there were so many times where I would put it down for like six months and I was like screw really? this I am yeah I'm i like, I can't figure this out. And then there were moments where like, I remember my sister was like, Oh, are you still working on that? And I was like, yeah, like I should be like, I, sh- I need to pick it back up. I need to like, is this hurdle or is this obstacle so great that I'm willing to potentially like risk? not doing this or not having the success from this or not having like anything come from this. Like I already invested a year's worth of my time. Like why can't I just figure out this one little part? Like get over this hump and then like figure out the next like obstacle when you cross it. And so I think that's what it was. Like I had a really, really great support system. Like everyone believed in me and they were just like, Brittany, like you gotta do this. And like what if what if you like open your Instagram one day and a brand all of a sudden is launching something similar. And like that put a pit in my stomach and I was like, okay, no, like I have to do this. Like I have to figure it out and just continue on. And so that's pretty much what I did. But like, There were definitely, even still to this day, there are like obstacles where I'm like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to get through this? And then you end up getting through it, and then you just the next obstacle comes, and you just know, like from the previous ones, that okay, you could do it. (laughs) I mean, but it's a lot. I mean, you are making content; you are literally like have the whole business (laughs) going on. Not to mention now, there's even more with that. You know, how do you how do you balance it all? Even now, like what? How do you have a life (laughs) like outside of (laughs) it? Okay, well, that's Um, honest too. I so I I it's hard. Like I do, I do try to balance it. I try to like give myself okay after this time. Like I'm not checking my emails or I'm not doing this. I think having like a set schedule. Like I for a while, like in the beginning of this year, I was like neglecting even like or sorry, at the end of last year, rather, Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, like, I'm not, I haven't been working out. I was like, and I like when I work out, like, I just feel like energized, I feel better. And so now I'm like, okay, I got to make it a point to make that part of my daily routine. And I think it's just like keeping things that are like important to you, making sure you have a time for that. And so even like my best friend lives in, or I have a best friend in Miami, I have a best friend in LA and like, I was like, okay, my best friend's turning 30. I have to make time and like schedule out the weekend. Like I'm flying down there or Mm -hmm. me and my other friend, we just went away to Aruba for a week. And I was like, that to me was like my time off, even though I was still creating content while I was there. It's like fun content. It's different content, you know, vacation content. But I think it's just like making sure that you are able to kind of like schedule out those times and like make, give yourself boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I struggled with for probably up until recently, Recently. Like I moved to, honestly, probably until. COVID ish is when I like really, cause like when people weren't getting their makeup done and like freelancing was kind of dead at the time, I was like, okay, wait, I have my weekends back. Like, this is weird. What am I going to do at this time? Right. right. And so I think getting a taste of that, I was like, Oh wait, like I like being able to do things for myself. I like being able to have that time. So just like really scheduling all of that in, but there was a period of time where like I did not have any work life balance. It was just like work nannying content, teach dance, get home at 1030, like maybe do some editing and then like go back to sleep, redo it all again. But I wouldn't change it for the world. Like now kind of like, You've made it fake. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, but would you go back? like I I, no. I think it's so important. Yeah, no. Like I'm kind of like in the end phase of that one. And I'm like, I you know, you have to go through that, I think, have to. to like but then once you do it once, you don't need to do it again. Well, I say it all the time and I'm like, if I would have known how much like there's a reason why I didn't know how much work it was to like do any of this, because if you would have told me that Like it would have been this long, and like now I'm just like really starting to see like the fruits of my labor. I would have been like, screw that, not worth it, you know? (laughs) And but it but it is now that I'm here and I've put in my time, and I'm like, I just I I read this quote one somewhere, it was probably on Instagram or something like that. And it was like, yeah, literally, love them. And so (laughs) it was literally like, so like, live your life now, how most people wouldn't, so that you can live your life later, how most people can't, and like. That has kind of resonated with me because I feel like I've just like dedicated essentially my twenties to my career and cause I'll be 30 in November. And so I feel like I'm almost, <laughs> almost um, my birthday's also in November. So I just get really? excited. Yeah. It's November really? 4th. <gasps> I'm yeah. the 21st. It's a great day. The Scorpios. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me just like, I, I don't mind committing my twenties to like really, especially because I took. Like a road less traveled. Like I, I don't have a boss who's gonna promote me or like pat me on the back or anything like that. And I'm like, okay, like everything I do and any promotion or like level up that I have is all in my hands. So I have to be the one in control of that. And that's really just like been my mindset for. Really, since I like started all of this, I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm the one in control, and I have to be the one. Like, if I fail, it's my fault. Like, it's nobody else's fault. I can't blame it on anybody else. It's my fault, and like, it is what it is. But I mean, there are definitely times where like things don't go as I want it to, and it's my fault. But it's like a learning experience, and I think that's like the biggest takeaway from it all is that like, okay, not everything's gonna be perfect, and not everything's gonna go the way that you want. But if you're able to just kind of like push through, it's worth it. So, I yeah. love how like ground like you are so grounded when I talk to you about this kind of stuff like okay. you are so clear and grounded and like I am just I'm so blown away by this, <laughs> like the self awareness too of like you're like sometimes it is my fault you know and like that's yeah. that because like you do have to take especially in freelancy jobs and I mean yeah. obviously the super popular run right now that yeah. everyone's trying to get is influencing and it's like right. and and the, yes there's always going to be a little bit of luck and a little bit of what not but like if you keep putting in the work in time you're gonna get there which is a huge great reminder for myself too like it just (laughs) takes sometimes it takes a little bit of time too and just like sticking the course too and i I love what you said earlier too about like sometimes you just put it down for a second because when you're creative person and like especially like yourself creating something that is like filling a gap for something we right. don't have because you okay. once picked up a spoon and put it on your eye. <laughs> like those ideas, like those are creative ideas. Like you can't sit at a desk nine to five for two years and like have it be, it has to flow and have right. some like real human element in it to to get it where it really needs. Right. I mean, I get burnt out like super easily. And Me like too. I get on un- I get uninspired super easily. And they're like, I also get like r- frustrated really <laughs> So You were like, God, like me too. <laughs> if if I like have an obstacle in front of me or if I get overwhelmed, I like shut down. And so I'm like, you know what? That's like my like clear reminder of like, okay it doesn't need to be done this second, take a breath, you know, like Mm -hmm. step back, take a breath. It's still like, if you're not touching it, it's still going to be the exact same thing that it is in like a day or two. So just like take a breather and then maybe it'll come to you or maybe like you'll see something that inspires you or, or you'll listen to something that inspires you and you're like, okay, wait, light bulb moment. And so sometimes it really just takes like a breath and taking a step back and kind of like having some space and then you can refollow up with it and it's right there. Oh my gosh, I totally agree. I also think sometimes if you push through it and you're frustrated, you end up making it worse when you should have just like taken a break. <laughs> I notice that sometimes with like content even that I'm creating, like if I let's say I don't know, say like my eyes are running, or like if I do something and like it didn't come out how I want to, I take it off and I'm like, now my eyes are burning because like I have sensitive skin, you know? And like yeah. I just get so frustrated. I'm like, now nothing's looking because like my eyes are inflamed and whatever it may be. And I'm like, why am I getting so frustrated? Like it's literally a 15 second video. I can do it, or a 30 second video, I'll film it tomorrow. Like it's, it is what it is, you know? Like, yeah. so what if I like, I can fit in a 30 second video. I mean, even though it takes probably like an hour, like more yeah. hours. Yeah. <laughs> <Like> more. <laughs> (laughs) 30 second video. But I'm like, I I can figure it out where I'll make it work. But like I sometimes like with creating content, I'm like, "Ah, what's going on? Yeah, no, I I totally agree with that. I would be seeing you brought up content. I'd be so mad at myself if I didn't ask you this. I saw a video (laughs) where you talked about a makeup pet peeve of yours. And I think it was like still not filling the space here. What are your like makeup pet peeves right now? (laughs) What are trends you love or hate? I'm like so curious. So, okay. So that video, it's so funny because like two different... I just want to touch on this real quick. (laughs) Yeah, two different... (laughs) Two different like audiences, TikTok and Instagram. And like I posted it a while ago. It was probably around like March. I posted it. And on Instagram, it's like now just gaining traction. Yeah. And I'm like, interesting. I don't know why that's happening. But good context. Good I, I, context. just so don't what know I, I have no idea. And so what I meant was like sometimes like when people they just like forget to blend this mm-hmm. area. And I didn't mean like make your dark colors go all the way up here, but people just didn't understand. And uh, so it was basically just so so that there's like a soft gradient. So it's not just like so sharp, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so that was like one of them. I'm just like, just if you take a light brush or like a brush with nothing on it, brush with translucent powder, it's just going to buff it out and it's just going to make it look more finished. Um, What are some of my makeup pet peeves right now? You know, or makeup trends Mm. like. Makeup trends I like. I love the, uh, I love the like dewy, I don't even know how to consider it. It's not really like dewy where it's like glowy, highlighty makeup but it's almost like unset hydrated makeup. Like I love how that looks. And I did it for the, I've been dabbling in it because I have combination skin. So to be able to like not wear powder is something that's like a little taboo for me. And like I Mm did my clothes in, but I started doing it. I have powder on today. But I started doing it and I actually like it. And it just makes your skin look like fresh and lighter. It's definitely for a lighter makeup look, like if I had yeah. more makeup on. But I love that look. It almost looks like just like hydrated skin that I love. Yes. Yeah, I'm awesome. trying to think what other, like, I love the cream blush trend that we're like. That's I probably my that. hottest one right now is like, I think. Yeah. Like also, I, I'm, obs- I, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. with so, it. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it two. I also think if you're wearing yeah. like very little makeup, it's just like a really way to nice way to elevate it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love, I feel like makeup now it's, it's very, I feel like there's, it's less there's definitely trends, but I don't think that there's like a specific trends. Cause I feel like everyone kind of has their own thing that they like and love. And they just kind of like evolve into those like little pockets. So like, you're still going to have your super glam girls who are going to do like their, they just want like a matte look and all the power to them. But then you're also going to have those girls who are like, okay, minimalist makeup, which I also love. Um, but I love when, people are kind of just like combining the two of them. Maybe they'll have like a fun smoky eye or like a powerful eye and just like natural skin or like a bold lip and like nothing on. I think that's really cute too. Or like, I've even seen people like, avoid like the no mascara look. I don't think that's for me, that's but like, not for I think me. it looks like, <laughs> but, but I think it looks really like when I see people do that, I'm like, I want to be that girl. Like that looks cool. Yeah. You know? And I was like, they have their makeup on, but it's just like maybe just curled lashes. And I was like, it looks good. But yeah, there's just like I feel like mm, what's something that I just like don't love right now. I feel like I gotta give you something. I have an old one I don't love. It's like the baking. The baking. I not. It was the kicker was that it would show up in people's photos with the flash. That was (laughs) was so bad. bad. So like I. I, I go back and forth with that one. Like I don't like the heaviness of it. So what sometimes I'll do is that I'll take a translucent powder and I'll just kind of like run it under and then like dust it off real fast. So like it just kind uh-huh. of like cleans up. But that's more for like a glamier look like something that's more like full face. But you know what? I, I love that we're into like the more uh like more glossy lip mm-hmm. trend because I, I was not like a big fan of the matte lips. I feel like it just was yeah. not. I feel like it, it just looked like dry and not Plump. I feel like this is just like a much class. Not. I shouldn't even say classier, but I feel like it's just like a much more. Prettier, like look, is the just like a little liner and a gloss, like no heavy lipstick. I love also that trend. Easier to keep up with, like at, yeah. I remember when I would wear a matte lip, I it was usually red, which was a horrible yeah. idea. And then like, just I like have, the middle will like wear right. off, and I'm like, this looks so silly. <laughs> and you're usually drink, like I would, I would associate yeah. it with drinking, and it's yeah. like such a mess. And like yeah. I, I still have it, like the cat bone D <laughs> one, that's yeah. like super, but it, it would stain. But it would come off but that yeah. it would it wouldn't be on It's yeah there, there's a lot going on there so I think it's way more easier to keep up with the glossy liner look it looks totally like totally out I love I that. love it yeah. um I so you have this like amazing tool and like I love beauty hacks and tools like or do you have any other like beauty hacks you're stirring up these days <laughs> So I actually had a video that I posted on TikTok and Instagram that like has been getting a pretty decent amount of traction, but it's basically to like clean up the outside corners of your eyes. So, Nightmare. uh, so like usually I always do my eyes first, just in case any of the eyeshadow falls, but basically you take like a makeup wipe. Let me here. So I'll just demonstrate. I'm not going to uh, actually do it. Cause I'm not going to take off my makeup, but don't I'll, my makeup I'll, makeup I'll put it back good. in here. <laughs> Thank you um so basically say like you have all of your eyeshadow right and then you would take your makeup wipe and just kind of like hold it down, like here. And so you already have that flat edge and that angle. And then you just kind of press it and pull it down. And when you pull it down, it has like that perfect line. Ooh. And that, it's so, it's so good. And it's the easiest way to clean up like that outer corners and make that sharp line nice. Cause I yes. hated like going in and like with the makeup wipe and like really rubbing just cause like, yeah, like I said, I have sensitive eyes. So like over in the corners, it would start to get irritated. Right. So Just doing that and like pulling down. So So simple. simple. It looks so professional and clean. I saw your video of this and it looks, it's like tight. Like it's like really tight. It's like, yeah and like i feel like people try to draw that in but like no matter what you're going to have fallouts 100% That's also great like if you like have a darker portion right here or if you want to do it with like an eye, right. eyeliner or something like that and you can like make it look like eyeliner cuz you get that sharp little yeah. winged edge yeah that's the other thing i've tried to do with eyeliner and i've always just end up ripping <laughs> it off because i'm I like i can't i can't do it so we're just going to leave it <laughs> so Okay. Well, you are like such a doll. You're seriously so grounded. I'm so impressed with all that you have done. I do have one final question for you. And it is, what would be your advice to someone who has a creative idea for a business, but is worried it's too hard to start? Do it. Like, do it. Get, get, honestly, tough love, like get over it and just do it because if you don't, you're going to always wonder what if, and like, that is what really drives me. Like I have so many moments where I'm just like, okay, like even the good times and the bad times, right? Like, I'm like, okay, all of these like little successes, I'm like, okay, it's all been worth it. Like I have like people who are interested or like I'm helping people or there's just, I feel like there's just so much more that comes with it once you do it. And like, I just feel like there's so much more like gratitude just from like other people as well. Like, you don't, if you're creating something that you're truly that you truly need and that you truly believe is like solving a problem or there's a need for it, I guarantee you're not going to be the only one. And so just do it. Like it might take time. It took me three years and it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it's a financial commitment. That's for sure. It's a time commitment, but if you're able to do it and you really believe in it, then find, find a way because there's always, there's like, what's that quote where it's like, you always find a way like for the things that you want to make happen or something like that. And that's really just like what you have to do. Like you'll, so maybe you don't go out to dinner with your friends and you save that money and you just put it to the side or, you know, like little things like that. And I just think that doing it is going to be so much more rewarding than the like, it's not even guilt but it's just like the curiosity of what if I did do it like if you're like me then that'll eat you up alive and so that's really why I would say just do it find a way yeah eat me up alive too I'm thinking about (laughs) I mean I think that's the thing too is like sometimes when you get stressed about doing things um or like not doing them it's like well just remember how worse you're gonna feel if you don't do it and then because it's like you've lost that energy either way stressing about getting it done or like you're going to be having that sad energy towards I didn't do it so you're going to lose it either way so might as well just go for it right I mean I'm not gonna lie it's super overwhelming and it's a lot of hard work and like there are times where even when you're doing it you're like I don't think I can do this anymore but I think just I think it also helps when you don't think about the end part, right? Like compartmentalize what you're doing and just kind of like break it up into little sections. So like, okay, so my goal for this month or this week is to get X, Y, and Z done or like to open my LLC, to talk to a lawyer, to hire an engineer, right? Okay, those things are done, so like don't think about what comes after that until those things are done. and then mm-hmm. same thing with the next part. like okay, what's now what's the next steps? Now that those beginning steps are done, okay, so maybe I send and or get the engineer to start working on things, we start drafting things up, send it to a printer and like start working on the actual product and mm-hmm. then the next thing, and it doesn't have to be a product, but like just whatever it is, I think just breaking it up and uh, tackling little... It's its easier to tackle little hills than it is to like one big mountain. So just kind of like break yes. it up into little hills and just like, okay, got through that one. Okay, got through that one. And I think it makes it a little less overwhelming. Because even with things that I'm doing today, I'm just like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm gonna shut down if I don't figure this out. And then it's like, wait, break it up. Write a, write a list. And then just like, section it out. Let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And don't do don't worry about those things until these things are done. So I think that helps. I think that's so true for big goal setting, small goal setting, like whatever. Yeah. Cause I think everyone will just write like 1 million Instagram followers. <laughs> and it's like, what about all the steps in between? Right. Cause like those right. are goals too. And you have, A, you need to celebrate those too. So you can, you know, give right. yourself a pat on the back. Right. You have I to mean, cheer yourself on. <laughs> but, and I think that's one of those biggest, like celebrate the little wins, right? So like celebrate those moments where, okay, I decided that I'm going to do it. Great. Now what? Now you're going to do this, this, this. Okay. Wow! I now have an LLC that's in my name. I now have a bank account that is like to my business or whatever, you know. And okay, that's great. Now do something and be like, okay, reward yourself for it. Maybe it doesn't have to be a huge reward, but like whether you give yourself like a day off or like you go for a walk or it doesn't have to be like a financial investment. These like rewards or things like that. do something that you like to do. Maybe go take a workout class or something like that, and then do the next things. And same thing. Like I think it's just so good to have that positive. Reinforcement as well, and it things definitely less overwhelming when you break it up. Oh my gosh, Brittany! Oh, thank you so <laughs> much for coming on the show. Of I course, thank you it. so much for having me. Oh, of course, please tell everybody where we can find you and everything. Okay, so my social media is at foals which is B E A U T I F O L E S, and uh, everything for Crease Piece is at the Crease Piece which is the C-R-E-A-S-E-P-I-E-C-E. And uh, com is our site. So yeah. And if you guys are interested in, or if they are interested in Cruise Peace, we still have our stuff with HSN going on right now. And so it's like a crazy great bundle that you can't even get on our site. So it's yes. our brushes and our cut crease kit and you get free shipping too. So I think, Ooh, both shipping. Ori- I think both products bundled, which would originally be around $50 is $37 plus free shipping. So it's really great. And we're not even offering that on our own site. So <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. 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 So good. All
0: right. Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much, Brittany, for coming on the podcast. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show. As always, we're going to see you back here
1: next Tuesday.